Don't like talking about this topic, but sadly, this is something that is uh, happening more and more, and it has become normalized. And if I don't say something, if people don't speak up, then it becomes a thing. And it shouldn't be a thing. But my next guest is uh, an international kickboxing champion. That kind of made her cool enough right there. But then she made it her big mark, putting Canada on the world stage, becoming the first woman to win a 3,000-mile bike race across the United States after a near-career-ending crash. Leah Goldstein is the uh, perfect woman to speak, I think, at the International Women's Day event next month, just based on that, right? But instead, the invitation's been yanked because of something she did over three decades ago. Leah registered with Israel's military. As is, if anyone actually decided to look into it, it's law. It is what you do, you have to do, if you live in Israel and you complete high school. And so Goldstein was born here in Canada to Israeli parents, but then lived in Israel as a child. But what did she do for the IDF? Well, became the first female elite commando instructor in the IDF and an Israeli undercover police officer. Ask me? She's the very meaning of girl power. Who would not want to hear what she has to say? Well, a very vocal group who don't like the fact, I think, that she is Jewish. But the organization, which is called Inspire, buckled to them saying, quote, the organization running this event declared that their goal is to create safe spaces to honor, share, and celebrate the remarkable stories of, of women and non-binary individuals. It's an utterly laughable statement given what they have done. Nonetheless, Leah Goldstein joining us now. She is Canada's first woman to win the 3,000-mile bike race across the U.S. and notable other achievements. I'm so glad you could join us. Hi, Alex. So thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Well, uh, you know, the fact that I have to have you, the fact that we have to have this conversation, I think, is is the troubling part. What did Inspire say to you? Uh, like, did they get in touch with you? What was the conversation and, and the reasoning behind this told to you? Well, it actually, nothing came to me. Um, all the emails went. I work, um, I'm under an agency called Speakers Canada, and Christine is the, my agent who books me. And it was basically a Saturday morning, and she sent Christine an email who was on vacation just saying, you know, Petersboro is a community of diversity, and apparently there's a small group that's protesting, you know, um, me being the main the keynote speaker, and, you know, I, they wanted a statement for me. And then before we could take a second breath on the Sunday, she received another email saying, you know, the um, it's escalated here and we just have to remove Leah. Oh, do you have another speaker, by the way? Just like that. Like it was like I was disposable, like, you know, some, you know, just like cattle, right? Next. <laughs> it was that blatant, right? But again, nothing came to me. She never sent me a message personally. Nothing. Zero. And that's basically how this all, you know, started. And then, of course, you hear about it in the news, and then you're finding, I have to issue my own statement. Um, so then you did issue this statement, and clearly, I mean, they have not been in contact with you. But, I mean, you do this kind of speaking. You speak for a living to talk about um, the adversities you faced, the motivations, and how you got through, you know, an, an accident that should have, I think most people would say, ended your, your cycling career. I mean, your your life is about inspiration and teaching others. Um, overcoming things like injury and discrimination, bullying. Um, ha has this ever been an issue, the fact that you you were a member of the IDF? You know what? I've been speaking for almost 11 years now, and not one time 
has anyone ever come up to me saying, you know what, there was something you said that was offensive? Not one time. And I speak to many, many different groups, sports groups, government groups, you know, men's organization, women's organization, you name it. Not one time to me, to my managers, to the organization that hired me, to the agency that hired me, not one time. On opposite, you know. In most cases, I actually get standing ovations after I speak, right? And women come up to me, and it's touching. And that's why, you know, getting, you know, such a response from them or, or emails from them was absolutely shocking. I mean, honestly, I didn't know what to do. It was the first time. And at first, I was this a joke? You know what I mean? My presentation is not religious by any means, and it's not political by any means. It's absolutely none of those. I had nothing to do with it. And the only reason why they did, you know, they, they're, they're claiming, you know, that, because I served in the IDF, which is the Israel Defense Force, is the reason why that I was excluded as a speaker. That has nothing to do with it. Because even if I wasn't part of the IDF, I would still not be invited to speak. And my question to Heather would be, if I was a Palestinian woman, would have I still been removed as the main speaker? And I just want to add, too, that as a Jewish woman, I would not be offended to hear a Palestinian woman talk about her life experience and some of the stuff that she goes through and some of the stuff that all women go through. So why was I excluded? Not only from me, but what about other Jewish women that want to come to that event? Are they going to feel safe? Because I, as a Jewish woman, when I was excluded, because a small group were protesting. So that, you know, that's the question that I'd like to have answered from the organization. Yeah, well, I think, uh, you know, we're speaking with Leah Goldstein, who who I don't think should be the only one asking these questions, because it's also, Leah, not the first time this has happened. We've seen a series of athletes, whether it's soccer, we certainly saw it in South Africa, and I follow that stuff because that's where my husband's from, and, and to see what's happening there, you know, whether it's cricket players, Jewish cricket players, or rugby players being, uh, you know, stripped of their titles and that, mm-hmm. it, it, it's not the only time it's happened. It's that it's happening more and more, and it is um, not being confronted that I think is is a particular concern. Yes, yes. Well, actually, to be honest, I mean, I didn't know what to do, right? Because like I said, I've never experienced anything like this. And so one, you know, one small bulletin, you know, posted the story and it kind of just snowballed. But I can honestly tell you that, I mean, it's been overwhelming the amount of messages and support and, you know, messages to the organization. I mean, I think they even put down, take, took down their website because of the support. But I think it's important that this comes out there and people know what is happening. And for no good reason at all. Just per- persecuting, you know, me. I mean, for, why? Isolating one person for what's happening? It's, it's insane, you know. And this well, division that they're making, creating, is not helping the situation. It's making it even worse. You know, it's, and that's what's, it's, it's crazy that we as women, you know, we don't, we should be binding together, coming together and, you know, supporting each other. And what she, you know, her motto is, you know, inclusion and diversity and everything she's doing is exactly against what she's, you know, preaching. Yeah. And, and, and I would point out, it's not a secret uh, of who you are. Um, a basic Google check would show that this is your past, your history. Yes. I mean, it's a long yes. time ago. I, I don't know. I mean, you were quite young, 30, I think 37 years ago. You're quite young when you signed up. And there's also this, um, I think, a lack of knowledge that when you live in Israel, that you that is what you do. You sign up. It's not like you have a choice. It's called yes, defending, you know, your home, which yes. is to be annihilated by most Arab nations there. But it's not a secret. And, and it's not that you're, um, you're not, I mean, you're proud of your service. To me, to hear about um, an elite commando, the first female, I think that's pretty badass. Um, but I'd also be very curious to talk to you as, a, you know, as doing undercover work. I mean, those are not um, things that should be ignored because it's not all the time that you see women in those kinds of positions. And they are very, uh, I think, very 
cool, but but very serious positions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's basically what I talk about. I mean, I, I, I mostly talk about it in my presentation. I mean, primarily it talks about my athletic career, the race across America, which is fascinating in itself, right? But when I talk about the Middle East, I did a job that was primarily male-dominated. So I just talk about the struggles that I went through that women can relate to and that are still going through it today. And that's kind of the, the basis. I don't, you know, take divisions or whatever. I talk about the crap that I went through, you know, and how difficult it was at that time kind of, you know, working in a male environment and doing something that no woman has ever done before or wanted to ever do, right? And that's pretty the basis of my presentation. So where does this go now? Um, you know, I think the, the organization, to your point, uh, Inspire, has taken its website down. And, you know, this has gotten into the media. My concern, though, is that it becomes normalized, right? Where it's like it makes a bit of noise and then it just goes away. But this doesn't stop. And so if we let it keep happening, today it's Leah Goldstein, tomorrow it's Alex Pearson, and then it, it will, where does it stop, right? What is your main concern? Well, that's that's the thing, right? So, like, you know, it's almost like you share another shooting and it takes, oh, well, you know what I mean? You just go another one, right? And then I just hope this doesn't normalize, right? And that's why I think is keeping the conversation alive and, you know, thanking you for, you know, putting me on the air so people can hear what's going on. Because a lot of people don't know. A lot of people who were really close to me, they were shocked. They had no idea. But just getting the word out there, it just shows how crazy this is and that it's not okay. And that something should be done about it, right? And I think, too, this is a good incentive of people, too, trying to remove speakers or musicians or actors or whatever. Because like you said, I'm not in, you know, the only incident or whatever individualizes what this has happened, right? And I think getting the word out there and keeping it alive will, you know, will help get rid of this craziness because it just doesn't make sense and it's not right. And have you been contacted by anyone? To address any of this, any politician, anybody, have you been contacted by? Or do you, I've do people care? I've been contacted with some, some groups that are doing, you know, like demonstrations or protests right. and stuff like that to kind of be a speaker. But no politicians or public figure, no, I have not. Canada, 2024. Never thought I'd see it in my life, but this is where we're at. Uh, I'll keep an eye on this, Leah, and I'll uh, thank you very much. I very much appreciate you uh, speaking. What would, just before I go, what would your message be? What would you like people to understand? What would your statement be? You know what? We just have to stop the the emotion of hate. It just makes us, it just divides us. That's what it is, right? We have to come together and just think about your actions before you actually do it. And that's just my, because I just think some of the messages are so hot. I can feel it, you know, just reading them, right? And we just have to relax and just learn to love each other rather than hate each other. Seriously. That's Message That's give. the message. Well, it's very controversial. Uh, we'll follow it, Leah. I, I do appreciate you chatting with me, and uh, we'll see where this goes. It's just, uh, it's not you. a conversation we should have had to have. That That's kind of how I, so I see it. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's Leah Goldstein. And again, uh, if you're okay with this, then I, then I can't explain it to you. But if you want to know what anti-Semitism, here, here's a perfect example. Uh, unless they're completely just a small group who are anti-military, which you'll always get people who are anti-military. But when it comes to the IDF, they are extra, extra, extra against the military. But this, to me, is shameful, and I shouldn't have to talk about it.